Hey everybody, happy Canada Day, July 1st, 2020. Canada is 153 years old. Grateful to live in such a welcoming and diverse country. Currently doing this 10th podcast of the McCarthy Perspective at Thunder Beach. Gorgeous day. MLB, MLBPA finally coming to an agreement, a solution to play out a 60-game 2020 season. The target date is 23rd, 24th of July, with players reporting to camp today. Of course, regular testing and screening will go on. Safety measures will be put in place. A lot of players, of course, opting out for family reasons, health reasons. But this is a huge, huge day because we are 22 days away from the start of the MLB season, the projected start date for the MLB season. Pumped to be joined by Tommy Scott, a.k.a. former Blue Jays manager John Gibbons. He is mini John Gibbons. He loves wearing that Jays ball cap. Member of the Woodbine Racetrack production crew as a camera operator. He is a baseball fanatic. Here he is, Tommy Scott. Tommy, welcome to episode 10, my man. Oh, thank you. What do you think of a 60 game? I think it's going to be like September baseball. That's pretty much exactly what it's going to be, honestly. And you look at it and it's, you know what? The Jays actually weren't that far behind being a really, really good team in September last year. I think they took, if I remember correctly, three of the last four series against the Yankees. And right now, if you just play about 500 baseball for the 60-game season, you could be looking at a wildcard spot the way the league looks right now. Absolutely, man. I mean, you know, we know that there's going to be a lot of divisional play mainly. The Jays will have 10 games versus their AL East opponents. And, of course, there's going to be some interleague play as well. So we'll get to see Jays take on Bryce Harper at one point, which would be super cool. I believe it's, if I saw the article correctly, it's six games against Philly as well. That'll be great, man. It's six games against Bryce Harper, so... Just don't leave the bases juiced. No. And Harper on deck. But no, I think it I think it is really gonna be like a September baseball feel or even October baseball, Tommy, because you know, typically if this was a normal regular season for the MLB, you know, we'd just be in the meat of the season right now. We have we wouldn't even be at the, the trade deadline. Now the new trade deadline will be August thirty first. And you know, it's just, it's all obviously mixed around this year, but targeted date for July 23rd, July 24th. It's going to be so strange. You, like, you know, you're basically just going to have like some production crew, but it, in terms of fans, it's going to be pretty depleted. Yeah, I actually like what I saw from, uh, I think it was San Francisco and Oakland. Both have decided to sell to their season ticket holders, cardboard cutouts of them. So you That's send like awesome. a picture of yourself to the team and they'll put it in your seat and make it look like you're actually there. Uh, the universal DH now going to be implemented. And now a base runner will be placed at second if a game goes to extra innings. With a universal DH, how is that going to alter play? Well... I think there's only one pitcher in Major League Baseball that doesn't like that rule right now, and that's Madison Bumgarner. 
because Bumgardner absolutely rakes. But I think overall, I it's the reason I stopped really enjoying National League Baseball. And I know this is going to anger some people. But it mainly came down to I didn't like watching an automatic out with most pitchers. Mm-hmm. Like you had guys like Syndergaard and Baumgartner that could hit a tank every now and then. But I mean, most of the time, I'd say almost 80% of the time, you're just watching an automatic strikeout because the pitcher either doesn't want to swing the bat or he doesn't want to do something. And it's like, he stands there for three pitches, watches them all go down the middle, and walks back to the dugout. It's like... It's an easy out. It's an it's the easiest out you could ever have. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you know what? I'd rather have another batter that, you know... Imagine if there was Universal DH and in the NL. And, okay, we have a guy that's hurting hurting a little bit, but he can still hit. Like, say, Bryce Harper. You're not going to go, well, let's stick him out in the field anyway. He can't, he can't field his position, but he can hit. So now you have that opportunity. Okay, he's feeling a little sore today. Let's just put him in DH. Now you have that opportunity because so many times they're waiting for traveling to an AL park to do that and it's like you can now have that opportunity to do it whenever you want now with the runner at second base this is just gonna basically eliminate turnover really like you think of all those games last year that you know i remember covering a a Rays game and g-man Choi hit a walk-off single in like the 18th inning and they were playing the next day at like 2 p.m or something tommy so it's like at some point, you have to move things along here, and I think that's that's one of the the best new rules in this modified season, in my opinion, because it's going to speed up the game and, you know, make sure players are ready to play and be well-rested to play the very next day because, of course, it's such a compact schedule. Yeah, I think for this season, I'll be okay with it because, obviously, you don't want to have more contact with people with everything going on right now. Right. So, you know what? You're playing one extra inning because guess what? You can just put a guy that can bunt leading off the inning, pinch hit, because at that point, why not? You squeeze bunt the guy over to third, fly ball the outfield wins it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're the home team. That's like two batters. The pitcher maybe threw three pitches and the game's over. And it's yeah, like, done. See you tomorrow. Giants win 5-4. Yeah, and it's like, you know, it's like right now for this season, I'm okay with it. It's not something I want to see for an extended period of time because I think it ruins the experience of extra innings. You know, people call it free baseball, and then you're there for another nine innings, and it's like you just watch two games for the price of one. And as a baseball diehard, that's one of my favorite things. And sometimes, the people I go with don't want to stay for 18 innings, but mm-hmm. you are a baseball fanatic, but some people say they are, but they may just then, like going to the game to, you know, take a picture and have a bevy. I know some people that are definitely like that. And then but, there's uh, the new rules where if you're more than six feet away, like if you're closer than six feet away from an umpire, you get ejected. 
there's a whole there's a whole physical distancing rules right now that honestly I understand them, but you look at them and you have to like laugh and it's like, oh my gosh, this is hilarious. Well, but, it's 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 cool because you know baseball and golf are the best social distance sports, physical distance sports. You're forced to be apart, except in the dugout. Yeah. Really, um, I don't know how that's going to change. Do you know? All non-playing personnel and players, like so, whoever's on the bench and whatever, have to sit in the stands six feet away from each other. Almost so like they're gonna, like scouts. Yeah. So there are going to be people in the stands, but it's going to be a very mixed reaction all the time. Yes. All you'll be all you'll be hearing is the crack of the bat, and uh, I guess people won't be chewing anything anymore. And seeds aren't allowed. Seeds aren't allowed. Uh, but chewing gum is so we're gonna have a bunch of bubble gum addicts by the time this season's over. Yeah, a lot of we'll be hearing a lot of bubble gum chewing and crack of the bats. Baltimore play a game. I want to say it was against Chicago. I can look it up right now. But they had because of the Baltimore riots that were going on way like a few years ago. Yeah, 2015, the Baltimore protests due to. African-American resident of Baltimore sustained injuries to his neck and spine while in transport in a vehicle. So very similar to what we're seeing actually right now in the world with the, uh, with the protests and everything, but major league baseball was still in the middle of their season and the Baltimore Orioles had to play their game. Yeah. It was against the Chicago white Sox, April 29th, 2015. Due to security concerns, the game was closed to the public. So they played in an empty stadium. On yes, okay, I remember that now. So we're going to be seeing ago. that for we're going to be seeing that for sixty games this year. So Tom, I typically lead off a lot of these podcasts with a banger of a song, and I know back at CSN we always talked about walk-up songs. Now, if you can choose three, and you're you're leading off. Or your batting cleanup, whatever. What's your uh, what's your track you're throwing on there? That's actually a good question because I have been thinking about that a lot. It's definitely a rock song for me. Now batting for the Blue Jays, number twenty-five, Thomas Scott. Twenty-five actually, is the first not, number that came to my head. It actually would have been close. It, my number's typically like twenty-four or oh, come fifty-five. On. There we go. Twenty-four because my mom's birthday is the July twenty-fourth. My birthday is June twenty-fourth. So we just put happy belated, buddy. Oh, thank you. Um, actually, not going to be a song that's on my phone right now. Um, it's going to be. It's either Godsmack, Unforgettable, because that song is a freaking banger. Um, from Ashes to New, Panic, which I actually discovered during uh, COVID nineteen because it came out just during, like, just the beginning of this. And they were on tour with my favorite band, Skillet. And then they had to cancel a whole video shoot because they weren't going to get crew or anything. So that's one that I've absolutely like fell in love with. It's so good. If you're into like heavy rockets, really, really good. And then I have to throw one Skillet song in there because it's my favorite band of all time. Uh, the Resistance, honestly, it's from their previous album, not the newest one. I love the newest one too, but the resistance is just such a good song. 
So those would be my three. I know it actually took me a while. I listened to a lot of songs lately, so <laughs> I've had nothing else to do. <laughs> hey, you got time up in that Woodbine Tower, man. Oh, seriously. It's my favorite part about the tower is I'm 60 feet up in the air. There's no one around. So I just blast music the entire time. <laughs> That's ideal. Getting great shots of the Woodbine track and the race. And then they just had a drone around yesterday. Had a drone flying around. That's pretty so, cool, Tommy. Knowing me, I was just like, okay, I'm just going to follow this drone around when I'm not shooting the races. If you could rank ALEs top to bottom, we're just going to do ALEs. Who are you going with? It's like my prediction standings for the yeah. year? Yeah. I think, honestly, New York Yankees have to be top of the league, uh, top of the division. I think they're such a strong team. As much as I despise the Yankees personally, you have to respect the way that team looks on paper. It's absolutely disgusting. You acquire Garrett Cole, who is an ace pitcher, despite the saying that, oh, he could be a little overvalued for what he's getting paid. But if you have a whole team that's stacked like that with your pitching rotation, if everyone agrees to come, and that's going to be a huge thing this year, is who decides to opt out, who decides to still play, so if Garrett Cole and the rest of the Yankees, which being something from Brian Cashman, looks like that's going to be the case, that everyone's going to report. You have Garrett Cole, Luis Severino when he's healthy, Masahiro Tanaka, Jay Happ for another year if he can stay healthy, James Paxton. I almost forgot the big big maple, James Paxton. Um, that pitching staff is disgusting. Then you look at the – the lineup and you got Aaron judge, Giancarlo Stanton, who's going to be DHing to start the year. I don't think there's a more terrifying offense. So I got to go Yankees. Number one, I'm going to throw a bit of a curveball here. I'm actually going to go Jays. Number two. Nice. I think the Jays have the potential, the youth, the ability to just kind of get up and go with a bunch of young kids. Like, you know, they're used to just, all right, let's go. So go out and play. And they know the season for them is basically just a year of development. There's no pressure on them. Just yeah, go out there. It would have been that anyways. Play. It's nothing to exactly. lose. Exactly. Exactly. And you're now you're just basically playing the second half of the season minus it's like the Leafs. It's like the Leafs in 2016-17, our first year at CSM. Exactly. Like, you know, you had, no the, pressure. you had the full no pressure. You had the full rebuild in 15-16, first year under Babcock. And the second year it's like, well, you know. They exceeded expectations, really, even though they lost in the first round of the Caps. But still, this is a similar spot that the Jays are in. It's a very similar spot. And you have, like I said, you have guys like Bo, Vladdy, Kevin, guys that are so young. Guriel Jr. I almost forgot Guriel Jr. And then the main question mark is going to be Hinjin Ryu and how he handles this whole layoff and everything. But in all honesty, I think you have – the youth and the ability to recover faster so you're not going to start as slow. So if they get on a hot streak to start the year, and, I mean, you have 10 games against Baltimore, that's that should be about nine wins right off the bat. And I think I saw something. There's The schedule has them starting against Tampa in Tampa to start the year. So the... My whole standings for the Jays are based on how they play Tampa. 
because Tampa's been a pain in the butt to deal with the last number of years. Ever since I started watching baseball, it looks like the Jays always lose to Tampa. But if you can play them well and actually make yourself competitive, you're going to see the Jays climb up the standings because there's no expectations on, J- on the Jays right now. There's nothing. Zero. Literally go out there, play 60 games, have as much fun as you can. What I'm going to be interested to see now that uh, Torkelson signed with Detroit is how fast Austin Martin gets done. And if Austin Martin gets done immediately, like I'd say basically by the time this goes up, if he's not signed, he'll be signed relatively shortly. How, do they put him on that 60-player pool? Because he's right in the age of that core. Right? There could be players that are positive during all this. So you have to have the guys that are younger that can come up and fill in a spot. Absolutely. So and, I mean, I keep looking at the Jays' depth chart, and it's like, okay, they have Austin Martin listed as a third baseman, but you have Vladdy there, and then you have Jordan Groshans waiting in the wings to take over third eventually. And it's like, where is the biggest need right now for the Jays? And I still look and I say center field. And turns out Austin Martin can play center field. So, and what people found really interesting as well is the 60-player pool that the Jays submitted only has 58 players. Okay. So you still have the flexibility to sign Austin Martin, immediately put him on that 60-player pool, and then bring him up to Toronto. Thanks for coming on, and thanks for giving us your, your insight, Tom. I really appreciate it. Good luck today at Woodbine. Well, thanks for having me, honestly. It was, it's been fun. Keep well, my man. Yeah, you too. Okay, buddy. Take care. Bye. Once again, Tommy Scott, old classmate of CSM. It's been two years now since graduating from CSM. You know, March and April seem so long ago now. But now we're sitting here, July 1st. It is, I'm actually doing this podcast outside. It's a scorcher. And, of course, I'm more susceptible to the sun. So I'll burn. I literally can be inside and could probably still throw on sunscreen. That's how bad it is. Baseball coming back, that's a sign of good things to come. It just is. This is baseball. As Tommy and I discussed, it's going to be just go, 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 go. Really, really going to be fascinating baseball to watch. People are going to be loose. Some bubble teams might surprise you. As Tommy said, putting the Jays as second to finish in the AL East. Nice young core there. Great manager in Charlie Montoyo. Ten episodes of TMP. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back. Enjoy your Canada Day with family, fireworks, and booze.